Saving money on protecting your garden. Now at Menards. Messina's Animal Stopper is a liquid repellent that prevents pesky animals from damaging your garden. Available in a convenient, ready-to-use bottle. It lasts for up to 30 days, regardless of weather and watering. Save big money on Messina's Animal Stopper at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals happening now. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Mr. Hamburglar. Bravo, bravo. He said, of all the McDonald's burgers I've ever hamburgled, these are the hottest, juiciest, and tastiest. Bravo. Hurry in and enjoy one of our 350 bundles, like a daily double and small fries for a limited time. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any of the offer comparison of prior classic burgers. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? We're going to have a lot of thoughts here. (laughs) I hope so, actually. We really should. This is a thoughtful, (laughs) relaxed fit episode. Oh, okay. I have put a thoughtful. lot of thought into what I'm going to say today. I, oh, I don't know if that means it's going to be thoughtful. I don't <laughs> put a thought into what we're saying today, but as is tradition, we're not, as is not a normally tradition, it's, it's okay. something that, that did actually happen. Tradition! Mm-hmm. Tradition! Um, I'm real hungover for a creepypasta episode, which Same I think here. is great. I think it's great here. We're in the pocket, feeling <laughs> salty. Um, there's a bit of a chickeny broth that is forming underneath my tits, uh-huh. which I think is good. It's set in the atmosphere. Well, I'm just yeah. going to bust it right now. We're doing fucking creepypasta there because that's is. what we decided to do. It's a bridge between one series that is was involved, and then the next series is going to be even more involved. So what we're mm-hmm. going to do right now is sit here in the Valley of Thoughts. Absolutely. And while we're here, in the valley of thoughts, just kind of thinking, oh, like, uh, did I leave the I iron on? I will turn this car around. Um, but what I'd like you to do is that if you're home right now, are you going to do this in the preamble? Yeah, I'm doing it right now. Okay. I'm doing it before we start. Oh, and this is last podcast on the left. No, we way. haven't. I haven't even we haven't okay. done that yet. But no, he no, wants to do this before. I want to do it before we start. I'm doing it before we start. Okay, sorry. Don't don't mean to jump the gun. No, it's so much children of thunder. There's so many thoughts for today. Yeah. My favorite thing is the third bowl of the day. Right, of like cereal or of weed? Weed. Okay. Uh, Because third bowl of cereal of the day, that's dinner. Oh. But I sit at home sometimes, because that first bowl, what I do like sometimes, especially at home during a weekend, if I got nothing to do, anything's like, especially today, quit everything that you're involved in. Before you listen to this episode, Um, unless you're a surgeon and there's a a need for an amputation that you did say you were going to do, fuck them. That's not you. (laughs) Okay. That person's not you. Okay. Okay. Take care of you today. All right. Fucking leave your husband. Okay. Before walking right now, I want you to walk in the other room. If your husband's in the other room, we walk in the other room and be like, we are divorced for the next hour. Wow. Because I have to be single. And alone with what? nothing else going on to listen to this episode. Because uh, and you got to say we we are divorced three times. I divorce you. I divorce you. I divorce you. I divorce you. And that's it. Three times. That's yeah. how you break and the marriage done. spell. 
makes yeah. it legal. It's, okay, keep on guacking in the free world. People are about to go crazy <laughs> out here. But I like to smoke my first bowl on a weekend, and that's when the dump comes, right? I take one sure. big dump, and that's more about setting the tone, emptying out, getting clean. Okay. Second bowl is all for I am on an hour two of a documentary about child murderers. <laughs> I'm trying to get in the zone. Okay. Yeah, and it's really finally by bowl three that you're properly scared of yourself. Right. And I think it's an important place to be in. Like last night, I'm pretty certain I saw a full apparition walk past me behind me in the mirror. And I do believe honestly that it is not a ghost or anything no. like that. I believe it was a cloud in my brain that yeah. passed past my eyeballs. It could be. And I think that's where you need to be. Because the yeah. thoughts today are going to be so overboard. We're going to be so out of pocket uh -huh. that you're going to need to be there okay. scared of your own shoes. All right. Welcome to the last podcast on the left. Hopefully you're <sighs> aptly stoned. I am Ben hanging out with Marcus and Henry. That's right. We're doing macabre macaroni, spooky spaghetti. Today it's all carbs. Mm. Oh, which isn't that the biggest fear of all. Why, man, I hate that. You know what's what happens. I got to earn my points. Absolutely. Mm. But guys, today's too. Like, yeah, Yes, we've said before, creepypastas, oh, why are we doing this, All right? I will definitely say the quality of creepypasta not necessarily has gone up since we last did one. Well, I think we ah. put this caveat on every episode that we do a creepypasta. <laughs> mm. I'll tell you this, I found a well of wonderful creepypasta from way back in the golden age between Ooh. 2012 and 2014. Ooh. So I've got some real dumb bullshit coming well, for y'all today. Mr. I Parks, much like the girl from The Ring coming out of said well, soaking wet and ready to yeah. horrify us, would you like to begin? Please. I would love to begin okay. with a story called Turbo Lovers. Yeah. <laughs> You're Turbo Lover. Turbo, good for NASCAR or F1 racing. But when it comes to sex, do you want a Turbo Lover? They call mm. it a power bottom for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this was submitted to a website called bogleach.com mm. uh, by a man who said that his name was Thomas F. Johnson, which is the most <laughs> fake name I've ever heard in my life. Yes. Um, yes. He's the Canadian serial killer. Or that one man who put all the, the men in the, the flower pots. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, yes, MacArthur, yeah. I believe. Yeah. The car's headlights illuminate the sign on the metal fence. I exit the car. The night is black and bone dry. Turbo lover! <laughs> I walk along the fence to the place where the wires are frayed enough to call through. I see a few other cars as I do so. I smell the scent of oil and musk as I push myself through the frayed wires, along with a bit of blood. They are ready, and they are stirring. <laughs> My heart beats in a steady manic tempo as the boneyard stretches around, the skeletons of rusting metal and dripping fuel, the behemoth turbines in this liminal jungle of things that once flew, stilled and silent. Cool. Unless you know what to look for. Oh, what? Also, if you do find yourself at the boneyard, try the hamburgers on Tuesday. It is good, really honestly. Good. It's very good. I am an Epicurean. I can hear the sounds of a mechanism in heat. Oh, no. I see one, <laughs> softly breathing, gleams yeah. of chrome pulsing beneath the chipped rust. If one was untrained, ill-informed, they would mistake it for just another decaying aerial mechanism, but I would not be so crass. I'm speculating that Thomas F. Johnson might be Jay Leno's pen name. He might be. <laughs> yes. I, 
Yeah, this is air, he's talking about airplanes, not yeah, cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, oh, okay. okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. More of a, more of a, oh, a, or a John Travolta or a Harrison Ford. Sure, and who sure. love their airplanes. <laughs> I enter them, and I feel their warmth amidst their pulsing corpus. Mm-hmm. That wet, oily heat. Few sensations can surpass it. I make my entrance to the cockpit and I see the pattern tangles of wire and oil and a throne of flesh and steel. I enter the throne. It is enrapturous to see them awaken. I can feel the shudder of metal coming to life, sinuous forms moving and popping to life. I embrace the tendrils of wire and sinew as they enter me. I feel the oil enter me, enter them, enter us. Is this about about (laughs) 9-11? What's going on? I can feel our sinuous merger of flesh and mechanism, the sleek form of the aerial predator ascending from crawling like beasts to waking like gods. Our claws are shining, our teeth are sharp, oil drips down our curves, both shiny and corroded. I see others moving in the distance. I do not know who they are. You fucking planes too? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. Good to see you. I I can't believe I've seen you before. It's kind of crazy, right? It's a small community. I do not know what brings them here. All I know is I must kill them. Whoa, oh. wait, what, buddy? It's the plane s- orgy, dude. What are you doing, man? I thought we were all chill here. Come on. <laughs> I see them ascend as we do, and I see them shine as we do, as I rip into them in the glittered skies. We scream, we howl, we roar, as we fight and lust and, well, consume is such a coarse <laughs> word for it. It is a thing far more beautiful, far too beautiful to ever want to stop. This is the first time I've ever wanted to have video content. Yeah, because Marcus is so into this story. It's amazing. Have you ever taken another being's body into yours? No. Wrapped their machina into your systems as you eviscerate their tubes and wires and flesh with dazzling talons and let them sink and become as with you? No. It is exquisite. Okay. It is rapturous. Cool. It is unknown by others except us. You want a scone or something? (laughs) You want me to warm that for you? And tear as beasts and gods wrapped by only the wind and our atavism. When the first dawn lights come, we know this must end. The metal skeletons drop from their rapture of the air as I descend with grace. They crawl off as we demerge. They will be back next time, as will I. I think to myself, as I am reborn from the mouth of the mechanism, oily and nude, I walk back to the car. There are none who will see me, and none who will know my pleasures. I see you, buddy, but it's cool. It's I was fine. with you, you know, you saw me. I was the other guy humping the plane. Yeah, we're, the me- we're members of the short list of plane fuckers. <laughs> you may think this may be my shame, my slavery, but it is the one time when life has true meaning. I hear the singular final howl as I walk away. Do not judge us for what we do, for you do not understand the truth of it. But on a night such as this, we invite you. Join us. Join us. Join with us. Join with them. Fuck the planes. I don't know, man. I'm not sure, dude. I just feel I mean, like... If I was that junkyard owner, 
Yeah. I'd be really pissed. Can you stop, hey, be... stop fucking all the spare well, parts? I definitely would rent um, it. I would say, hey, if you okay. want to be doing this, I need to be making money off of this. Well, Did you guys get the subtext that he had also turned into a dragon? Sort of, yes. No, I, feel like he, I did not get I, that. I knew no. he thought of himself as a dragon, but then I do cut, which I also love. Why again, would a dragon take a plane? They have wings that can fly. A dragon could be a, pl- a thing of the sky. You could think of a plane. If you're trying to fuck a dragon, fucking a plane is actually a lot closer than fucking a, a lizard. Think of a plane like a dragon's flashlight. Yep. You know, because they got wings, similar uh-huh. body structures. You could have, you could fuck it. By the way, there's also some boar in there as well. There is. Consuming. Very much so. But being inside of it, and whatever it is, this guy, dragon or not, he's got to get back to work at the Walgreens at 6 (laughs) a.m. So he's opening. I think Gwyneth Paltrow and uh, Chris Martin from Coldplay, they demerged. Demerged. At some point as well. The term demerged is just. Uh, We demerged. Uh, When you guys are making love to your wives after the conclusion, time to demerge. Oh, yeah, yeah. And And they're going to love it. I jump back from her. Yeah. Demerged. Um, I'm really glad we started like this. Yeah. Well, it's a little saucy. I actually feel, I feel nauseous. So I'm glad that we started there. Good, good, good. Did you see Tite? Tite? No, I did not see Tite. Tite. I, I, it's on my it's on my list. I hear it's great. Mm. There is some talk about if you want to see the actual like what it's like besides this and the movie Crash. Have you ever seen the movie yeah. Crash? Yeah, I've seen Crash, yeah. Or it's like the, the good uh, crash, not the bad crash. Yeah, the good crash, the Cronenberg crash, oh. where they, they get obsessed, we get sexually obsessed with the car crashes, and then the one dude fucks the other woman in her wound. Oh yeah. my goodness. Now that couldn't be good for the wound. No. But mm-hmm. it was good for the guy. <laughs> I guess he liked it. He enjoyed wow. it. But they were crying too, though. Strange. <laughs> what love is so strange. Love uh, is complicated. It is. Love is strange, as the song says. Yeah. Yes. 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 So now this next song. Next song. Creepy pasta. <laughs> that was a bit of a hangover talking about. Help there. me. Help me. <laughs> this next one is the closest I have to something that could be considered scary. Okay. But I also wanted, this is a note to the editor. With Marcus's story, we need some lusty sacks in there. Oh, okay. uh, perhaps you think sacks would be the. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I just kind see, of a brass section type. You know thing. what I threw out your whole story? You yeah. know what I keep seeing is the scene of what's his putts playing saxophone from Lost Highway. Oh, um, uh, very uh, romantic. That guy, like sexy saxophone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dark. We'll just call him Stevie Van Zant. All right. Now for this next story, this is the closest <laughs> thing I have to something that is actually frightening. Let's get there. Okay. This comes from the mind of one of our listeners. He says that he believes that this happened to him. Okay. So let's take it. The normal fox, coyote, deer, bear, raccoon, and other sounds are terrifying enough in the woods when you're alone. No matter if you've heard them your whole life or not. Because it's... I'm a deer. Fantastic. I'm a deer. This is great. Very scary. Really good. Yeah. Yeah, but even as an experienced solo camper, sad man, I've had on many occasions There's woken up sad about solo camping. Solo camping's fine. You're, you're well, there is impugning about... many of our listeners who are solo campers that I have a love... wonderful time with it. I'm sorry. Part of camping is the communal aspect of it. That's how I view it. And so well, that's that's how I view it. That's you. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's how you view out drunk to camp. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, you don't. You're just homeless. I get it. For me, yeah, it's no. Fine. For me, it's about the nature. It's about the hikes. It's about the walks. It's about I get it. Wait a second. I get Hold it. Hold on a second. When do you go solo camping? 
I don't go solo camping. I'm just saying camping in general. Yeah. My thing is more the nature, the, commun- wife, the communal the, nature, the, the hiking. The love okay. you have in your life refuses to allow you to solo camp because why would you camp without them? Because it means you're not alone like this man is. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I have solo camped on many occasions, woken up to voices or very identifiable footsteps right next to me when I'm alone. Now, of course, it's easy to explain these things by being on edge for being alone or the human mind's tendency to fill in gaps in socializing in silence. But when you experience it yourself alone in the woods and it's 3 a.m., and the cold died out low hours ago. Okay. And you're in a hammock, solo camping, still really stressing, stressing <laughs> yeah, the how long. With no wind stirring. It's a little with, lonely. With but... not even a rain tarp between you and the dark forest around you. It, it doesn't matter if it's real or not. It will scare you. And it will change you. The hammock? <laughs> the noises. Oh, the noises. <laughs> I'm a deer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My most terrifying experiences at camping were a very was a eerily often reported and repeated occurrence with shadow people. Mm. Now keep in mind I was born and raised on the land, in the woods. I'm a seasoned farmer, solo camper, hiker, <laughs> survivalist, <laughs> hunter. Alone. I'm alone. Do you camp with any, does, any camp partners? Or Absolutely no, not. I not only solo camp. Just solo you camping. Know, you know, YouTube fucking extroverts, some people are perfectly fine with being alone. <laughs> I, like, oh, I'd like being alone. Well, it's, like, it's, it's a, a creepypasta. He's not fine. He's about to be murdered. <laughs> yeah, he's scared. Disemboweled. He's scared. <laughs> it just sounds like y'all are throwing a lot of shade on people who like to be alone. No, I'm I sorry. feel no. like you are over defending the solo camp. <laughs> now you're, now you're, getting, you're getting heated. Wow. <laughs> This solo lonely man <laughs> was out there, right? Okay. And that he said, I've logged many thousands of hours in the outdoors alone. <laughs> it wasn't even nighttime. It was about 8 a.m. in the middle of the summer, a beautiful morning. I was clearing dead trees deep in some of the woods I manage on, the, on this property. The woods felt like they got eerily silent. And I just remember the psychological mood shift that hit me immediately. Like, I could literally feel this mood shift slam into me. And suddenly, I had all these insane, intrusive thoughts about how I didn't belong here, I wasn't supposed to be here, I needed to leave. Not literal voices in my ears, but almost literal voices in my head. You gotta get out of here. Get any, I'm a dear. Yeah, he's like Randy Orton. He feels he hears voices in his head. I looked around and I swear I saw movement out of the corner of my eye. Every time I moved, a shadow slipping behind a tree. Maybe it's one of the friends you're camping with, or he's alone. Oh, he's alone. <laughs> every time, every tree. And after a few minutes of this, I put my tools down. I gathered myself and I looked down the trailhead. And then the shadows weren't slipping behind trees anymore. I swear. That there was a crowd of dark, human-esque shadow people standing 40, 45 yards from me. Maybe even a dozen. Maybe two. All heights. Five foot to seven foot. Like shadows of someone's when they stand in front of a car's headlights or the views of a performer on stage lit by a spotlight so brilliantly you only see the vague impression of a dark human shape. Not moving. Nothing threatening about them except that they don't belong there. Hmm. But suddenly I was more sure than ever before that I was the only one who didn't belong there. I left my tools on site that day, set them right in the woods, and I left. Slowly, calmly, walked out of the woods and didn't stop until the road, until I hit the road in my car over a mile later. And maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm sleep deprived or spent too much time alone in the woods. But you can't think anything you want to. You could think anything you want to. I don't mind. I'm alone. 
But if you have any hike, any inkling towards believing in anything spiritual or supernatural, maybe you believe me. Maybe you've even seen something like them yourself. I never took that experience personally, and I never avoided that area of woods again. I'm convinced something or someone or some people or spirits or creatures were just passing through that day. And I don't own the land. The trees, the woods. Pocahontas taught us that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm well, just, it also seems like he's trespassing. He, well, he's working on the property. He's <laughs> okay. working on the property. Yeah. I'm just here to take care of and experience these things while I'm here. So I welcome them, and I hope they got where they're going. But I wouldn't be mad if they never came back. All right. There you go. That's scary. That, last... I thought, that kind of creeped me out a little I, bit. Yeah, it's I like creepy. it. I'm thinking about the guy. I can see him chewing on the cigar, telling the story at some version of a Bonnaroo event. And yeah. I think this, yeah, there's something scary there. People see yeah. weird shit out there all the time. I guess that's part, that's a part of it. Would be nice to have somebody else there to go be like, you see that shit? I feel you like you see that shit? Or maybe he won't show up. If you got fucking Kissel, they're going, look, uh, we have pancakes. <laughs> we have the pancakes. Uh, no, I was saying. Are you sure we brought enough beer? I don't know if we brought enough beer. <laughs> we didn't. And we didn't bring enough sandwiches either. Um, well, I think that is just a fantastic story. With the shadow people looking at this lonely man, almost like we look at a lonely shark in the aquarium, I wonder if they wondered why he was so alone. alone. Because they had a bunch of friends. There was a, all the shadow people were there. And they were just yeah. like, look at that loser. Yeah, that's the, whole, the thing about being alone is that other people just like show up. And yeah, it's you're true. fine. And it's like, hey, what's up? Yeah, and, then, going on. You know, and then you got to figure out a way to get away from them. Um, yeah, dude. I was reading a short story by Gene Wolfe called The Death of Dr. Island. And it's all about this concept of you walk out there and, oh, and you're just alone. And, and then the idea of you meet other like psychopaths and the island's talking to you and you're meeting all these like psychopaths Man. that are out there just alone in the woods. And you Put just, a little oh. smiley face on a volleyball and you name it something. Oh, yeah. And you're <laughs> fucking it. You know, we fucked it. Oh, of course. Tom Hanks no, he is didn't fuck it. There was no like it was just it was very rough. Very no, rough. I'm sure he rubbed uh, his genitalia on. What yeah, was I it? would. What did he name Wilson. It? Wolf, Wolf, it was Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. yeah. I, I would. He's, if he's your friend, he put a fucking face on it. What's next? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now this is a creepy pasta that I did. I am on the first page of Google. I did so much. Yeah, and I want to thank myself. I, I know now, that we are going to have ad read this before, probably. I don't yeah. know. We don't know, do we? Now this story is about sitting on a bus. And I remember I used to sit on the bus and I would try to say as little words as possible because I was emotionally traumatized. It's very mm -hmm. scary on the bus. Yeah. Uh, but have you heard that American Airlines is offering this brand new? <laughs> it's in what they said is it's it's pretty awesome. This talk about scary, creepy. This is creepy more than anything. They're offering a brand new on the ground experience. <laughs> when you go to the airport and you take a bus. <laughs> <laughs> That's very scary. Oh, it's so cool. Alone. Okay, so this song, this this um rather this creepy pasta, I'm gonna sing it like a song. This spooky. Why do we all keep macaroni. saying song? That's an earworm know. for the day. I sat on the bus. Okay, here it goes. I sat vroom, on the bus. Vroom, vroom, vroom. No, this is not wheels on the bus. This is a man sitting on a bus, a child. I sat on a bus on my way to school, listening to music and paying little to no attention to the other students. We've all been there. At one of the stops, my mind snapped back to reality. Snapped back to reality. There goes rabbities. Just fucking mom's, mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Just get through it. Get through yeah. it. Watch out for family. Oh. <laughs> so the guy's on the bus, and his mind snapped back to reality. He looked towards the small house. Tommy's house, I thought. Hmm, must have been where Tommy lived. A hand slipped through the drapes of the window and waved the bus driver to move on. 
Okay. okay, so the so the bus That's driver just, pulled up to Tommy's house I to pick him up, and then a the, hand just came out. And went oh, like, nah, nah, nah. I looked towards, <laughs> I looked towards the small house, Tommy's house. I thought <laughs> a hand slipped through the drapes of the window and waved the bus driver to move on from the house. From the house, he's sick. I thought, paying no large amount of attention to the situation. The day flew by. God, I just see you as a six foot seven, 12 year old on that bus. Being like, I don't know where Tommy went. Oh, I hope he's okay. Tommy may have been my only friend. The day flew by. I watched the local news channel after school, and what I heard paralyzed me. He got paralyzed. Tommy's entire family was murdered that day by an unknown suspect. Uh-huh. After hearing this, after hearing this news, God, you'd be such a terrifying cop. <laughs> after, hearing, after hearing this move, I moved back up to my room and quietly fell asleep. The next day, I sat on the bus. We drove past Tommy's house, and the bus driver, unaware of Tommy's family's fate, stopped at the house. As I was about to get up and explain to her what had happened, something caught my eye. A pale hand slipped through the drapes of the window and waved the bus driver to move on. He said that before. I sat on the bus terrified. Yeah. But it was <laughs> but it was after the family was dead. Then he knew it's it was a dead fucking and he ghost, saw the dude. hand go back. Yeah. No, it's not a ghost. It's the murderer. Yeah. It could be but the it's murderer. a pale hand, so it could be that sounds like a zombie or a ghost or something. That's stupid. If it's pale. Well, why would it be like, come get us? The family's dead. The family yeah. was dead before. I think it's the murderer. And, and that, if the entire family had been murdered the, the day before, it would still be a very active crime scene. You, yeah, you, very you, much so. And the guy's just in there. Think, it was probably the cop saying, Why are you stopping here? You know the yeah, family's dead. This active murder I, it was Tommy. Uh, Isaac Cook wrote that. Okay. And uh, Isaac, you're just so talented. This had seven point nine eight out of ten. Huh. You know, it's a, I, I like though because it's a good. Like it's it. got a twist. It's got. I a mean, twist. if you're if you're reading it, you know, and just reading it along, like I would imagine, it's a lot creepier than you know, you know, Ben reading it. The his voice stammering, is, but yeah. Like, yeah, like an old judge <laughs> Halting, talking to his newly really revealed to be gay son. I watched <laughs> the local news channel after school, and what I heard paralyzed me. Tommy's entire family was murdered that day. <laughs> what a fucking day. <laughs> what a day. What a day. Uh, yes, indeed. So uh, Tom, Tommy did it. Maybe Tommy did it. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's not. There's no word there's no on, details. you know, who yeah. did it. Yeah. Yeah. Or anything absolutely. like that. Just the whole family been murdered. Live from your grave. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, it's me, man. Yeah, bro. Henry Zabrowski is smoking some of that sweet last podcast on the left, babe. Go out there and purchase yourself some. I hope you enjoy it. We have sativa, we have indica, and we have a hybrid. And I have to tell you, from my personal experience, they are wonderful. Super tasty, live resin. You really get the delicious weedy taste, which is what I like. And three different experiences. You go to your local vape store and get it. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We absolutely love you. Can't wait to see you on the road and get that vape. Put it in your brain and have a good time. And if you want us at your favorite weed store, give them a call and ask for them by name. Last podcast on the left. It's weed. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, 
you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. All right, fantastic! Here we go, yeah. Mister Marcus. Song. Next, yeah. Song. Yeah. Next, next song. This is a this is a good old track from way back in the day called "His Majesty." Okay, <laughs> submitted by Peter Allen. Now this one's a little bit longer, but I think okay. it's worth it. Could okay. be a real name too, Peter yeah. Allen. Maybe Peter no, Allen. No, it sounds no, very no. fake. It sounds okay. very very fake. Yeah. Sounds like a man you meet for sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My arrival at the palace is heralded by a procession of scuttling, hunched figures, moved in tattered finery, hoisting my banners, playing all assortments of a discordant instruments through their lipless, decaying jaws. It is not easy when your horn section has no jaws. Honestly, it hurts. I'm actually putting the tube against my teeth. It's tough, man. Do you know how to play the piano or anything? I had to decode it. I had to put the, t- the tube up against the back of my throat. Yeah, okay. Behind them I ride in my cabin, topped with leathery flags and tops, perched in the crook of my mount's enormous black carapace as it froths at the mouth and lashes its tendrils at the marchers ahead of us. It's very Gene Wolf, actually. It really is. We journey across the wasteland for days on end, accompanied always by the constant discordant blaring of the marchers. <laughs> yeah, what about guitar? Do you think you can do guitar? Look at these nubs. Oh, no. <laughs> the palace doors tower over us, slowly pulling aside to a hideous grinding noise. The gates lift and the guards are calmed from their frothing rage into allowing us passage to the inner sanctum. The halls now loom over us, deathly quiet and dark, stretching beyond what the eye can see in the darkness. Shapes move in the gaps between the stone pillars, vast and indistinct. After marching for hours, we arrive at the center, coming upon the court of His Majesty himself. Seated at their stone desks, squabbling at one another in warped voices, gibbering incoherently, clicking their mandibles and staring from out of their veiled and hooded robes. Oh my god, demon seals. This is crazy. This is fucking sweet, Doc. At the center of their assembly, His Majesty stands, draped in jewelry and furs, wrapped in silken robes, waiting <sighs> patiently for the crowd to settle. As quiet falls and the court assembles, His Majesty raises his fifth head to address the audience, <laughs> speaking in seven separate languages and intonations from each of his mouths. Yes. Whoa, dude's got yes. five heads and no seven languages? Yeah, no, What yeah. a hunk. Yeah, it must have been raised in Europe. Absolutely. 
Maybe he's French. His interpreter scrambles around the court, announcing to all that his majesty welcomes the guests to his halls, saying that they are all welcome to his hospitality, and they will discuss over a meal provided by him. At this, servants drag in platters full of food and drink with sinewy roast segmented legs and <laughs> steamed meats served in the shell, slathered with sauces and liquors served from dull brass pots. I'll fucking there go home, but it's less. <laughs> steamed meats? Yeah, it's fucking all eat it, yeah. Oh, it's like a wonton. There is much feasting. With goblets overflowing with punch, many varied stews and soups, vegetables. Wait a second. You mean to tell me this whole fucking evil army drinks fruit punch? Yeah, I'm not liking that. <laughs> fruit punch. wine or it's ale. Punch. Or... It doesn't say like fruit punch. It's just punch. What's the punch made of? Perhaps blood. Blood. It's blood. It's okay, it's just blood. Well, that's not going to quench your thirst, but. Mm. But his many varied stews and soups, vegetables whose slimy tendrils undulate in sauce. <laughs> Do you just his search ma- the word tendrils and go from there? Is that what happens? <laughs> his majesty does not eat, remaining silent in the center of the court. After the leftovers are carried away and his majesty gestures with a hooked claw, he invites us all to stay and see a show in the court. Yeah, fuck yeah. Bro, this night is getting better and better and better. I'm lit off a punch and we just ate some fucking wet meat. I'm so fucking thankful that Patreon invited us to this get-together. It's great, man. At the piping of the gods, I turn to leave, saying my goodbyes in the elder language. They smile from behind their carapaces, Mm. amused by my arrogance <laughs> hours pass in my absence i hope you enjoy the evil vegetables <laughs> mm, very evil isn't it? yes indeed in the sanctum all is silent the guards themselves turn to leave superstition guiding their uneven footfalls on the tiles of the court they know better than to rouse the elite from their eons long slumber. Yeah. Oh, that's like when you worked with Martin Scorsese and you couldn't wake him up if he was if he was napping. He's in his contract. The world is not yet ready for their return. <gasps> yes. In the palace, the court turns as if to acknowledge an unseen presence looking out from between the stars. His Majesty extends his 17th serrated pincher <laughs> out of the ornate robe to signal the start of the show. That's a lot of sleeves. <laughs> okay, so he's got five heads and 17 pinchers. He's got many things. And Holy so we hell. don't know. As the audience, we are imagining he's a beast and we, can, we can't we can fathom this. And we're guests, so we can't be like, bro, no. you got a lot of heads. No, dude. I mean, like, sinew. Exactly. I'm having a great time. At the tap, tap, tapping of the conductor's baton, the room falls silent. The curtains float to the sides, and one by one, the actors take their places on the stage. If this becomes the aristocrats, I'm going to (laughs) applaud you. A hunched figure begins the narration while the veiled audience listens attentively. A great cacophony is heard from the exits, and a pale, eyeless shape slithers towards the actors, robed in their skin. I'm from WMA and WME, and I want to sign you. The proceedings are interrupted by the Chamberlain loudly complaining about the flatworm that had become lodged in his thorax during the meal, and he is subsequently sent to his quarters with a good lashing for all the trouble he has made, and is not able to view the rest of the play. We were eating flatworms, dude? Yeah, bro. 
Yeah, they just said it was spaghetti, but you knew it had to be creepy. <laughs> After that, the evening goes smoothly, and I am invited to bed with the court mistress, where she makes great use of her cello soiree. Thoroughly tired and beginning to molt, she dozes oh. off to sleep. <laughs> I am unable... <laughs> nice. I am unable to get comfortable on the writhing young, and instead I opt to fix myself a glass of warm water. <laughs> and, but when I arrive at the well, That's the who, do I, yes. who do I see but the Chamberlain? He had apparently snuck out of his chamber, dressed in the shed skin of the court mistress, who was going through a period of dermal peeling that had left her skin red and sensitive. I voice my opinion that this is very inconsiderate to her skin mites, but he responds that he makes a better home for them anyways. Several guards appear and click their claws to ask, what are we doing out at the well so early in the morning? I'm just getting they some pause. hot water. Yeah, I'm getting hot water. <laughs> uh, uh, warm water. Thank oh. you. They pause for some moments to look up into the reddish sky, faintly perceiving some vast shape beating its membranous wings. Shrieking across the dim cloud aether, its many claws and legs tucked tightly into its fleshy hide, it swoops down, sinking its sharp mandible spikes deep into the sinewy flesh of one of the gods. Oh, God, it's Ellen DeGeneres! Whoa! <laughs> it carries the corpse aloft into the dark sky, from which it does not reemerge. The remaining guards, now greatly startled, retreat back into the palace. I look across the landscape, watching over the mountains formed over the bodies of the sleeping gods, seeing the deep red sunrise. I hold up my hands to block the light, forgetting again that I don't have any. <laughs> I shut my eyes to the growing dawn, and the world turns red. Dude's got no hands? <laughs> Just realized you How the hell does he forget that? <laughs> He's just he's confused. Wait, wait, wait. I'm working up to the ending. We're going to the ending. Yeah. They are rising again. We ruled now where they ruled once, and they will rule again where we rule now. They have stayed inactive for eons in their fortresses, safe from our rule. But now they awaken again. The cycle is repeating. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to lose to nub people, man. I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> what is, where did the hands go? I, I just don't understand the final... Like, then I really don't have any hands. hands. How is he going to get the warm water? I, I, There's so many questions. No, no, someone, is, uh, there's got to be like a bowl or something. Like someone brings up a bowl and he just he reaches down yeah, and he laps it up. He's a bug. I mean, all they're all, bugs. They're all, all bugs. bugs. Yeah, they're like insect people. Yeah, with all the thoraxes. And the, how yeah. did you not get that? And claws. All the thoraxes and mandibles. Man yeah, they say that those words. Are is, yeah, I'll tell you what. Bridgerton season three sounds fascinating. It really does. I don't know any <laughs> bugs with five heads, Marcus. I never heard of that before. It's a fantasy world. It's fantasy. Oh, that wasn't yeah. realistic. 
That wasn't about Boston. <laughs> Honestly, I love that world. Wasn't That's it one a of cool those. story? That it, one, I was very surprised to come across that one. It's a very, very cool story. I love that shit. Have, yeah, you, never, have you never read the Executioner song? I, I borrowed it from you. I just couldn't understand it. I never knew what the fuck was going on. You but, you could understand, but you understood that. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You have to let the sphincter of your mind gape. True. You can't <laughs> see that. Is, I wish the audience could see what I'm doing. You tighten the, the, the fist. The, you tighten it, and then you're opening it as if the, the anus is gaping. Yes. Yep, to absolutely. bring Gene Wolfe's genius into your membrane. I love him. Yeah. Okay. I love him. But that's what I realized, because mm -hmm. you got to relax. And let Gene Wolfe do his thing. Right. I, I mean, maybe let I should try it again. Take the wheel. I, I borrowed it from there. you many years ago. Maybe I'll give it another shot. Yeah. Fantastic. It's yours now. No, I gave it back to you. I returned it. Hmm. Before you moved. This is something that we should definitely talk about. Hmm. Um, all right. So now, Henry. <laughs> okay. I know. Uh, talking about Gene Wolfe and setting a tone. Uh, this next story really does. It puts you in another world. Does it? And I really, uh, I'm excited. This is the world that would be, uh, what a world to live in. So just like that, just like Marx's incredibly well-read story with with a lot of uh you, you know gravitas yeah, and it was scene like, building and world building you it's like you walked into a place that has existed forever and you get yeah, to be yeah. home there eating the evil vegetables and the sinew it was kind of a hellraiser <laughs> uh meets a bug's life oh that's really dope. interesting that's actually. interesting that's, that's interesting. Awesome. yeah yeah it's like um, cthulhu and ants but this Ooh, story yeah. this story is called uh moist butt mustard <laughs> Moist but mustard. Okay, it's only get, it doesn't get better than this. So we're this is the beginning of the slope because I've given in. Yeah. I've given not, in. So it's time. not it's not it's not moist but it's mustard. It's moist but mustard. Two T's. Yeah, two T's. Got it. I saw the sign while I was out shopping. And Moist it but your, did a did, did it open up your your eyes? <laughs> Fantastic. I'm happy you did that one. Four <laughs> non-blondes. You're gonna want to check sympathizers. out. <laughs> you're gonna want to check out the four non-blondes. Their new album came out in oh. 1998. And I tell you what, the best thing about them is that they're brunette. Absolutely mm -hmm. weird. Isn't Ace, that? that was Ace of Base who who did. I saw the sign. Yes. They are not. Yeah. I see. Moist butt mustard. <laughs> Ten dollars. <laughs> wow. Now it was a tiny shop wedged between two large ones. I did a double take. Uh -huh. <laughs> Surely it wasn't right. And furthermore, what the hell's butt mustard? Exactly. <laughs> a young lady stood at the counter, freshly dressed with bubbly eyes. Hello. Do you want a sample before you buy? And I was intrigued. Clearly it was written all over my face as she handed me a pair of used panties. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was that kind of shop. <laughs> Don't knock it till you've tried it, she said with a sly smile. You wouldn't believe how many men like yourself come to my store. There was this one big, tall guy, six foot seven. Yeah. Um, clad in denim. He made me subscribe to a podcast on my phone. <laughs> I've done that before, and I also love this butt mustard that I bought. So her cheekiness won out. I took a hold of the undergarments, glanced around to see if anyone was watching, and I took a deep sniff. Hmm. The scent was cloying, <laughs> pungent. Okay. It went up my nose and rattled my brains. Sweat, shit, and the other thing all blended together in a thick, sickly smell. Huh. The other thing. Vagina. What? Yes. Oh. Mm. Correct. <laughs> wow. I woke up strapped to the floor. Oh, my goodness. Five other men crouched in front of me in varying stages of consciousness. We were all naked. A man at the front had his face in a bowl, wafting down some unthinkable slop. 
Want to play a game? Glad you could join us. The girl from earlier smiled <laughs> smugly. What have you done to me? <laughs> I shook my chains. My wrist burnt against the struggle. You are a dirty man. Whoa. Just mm. like these, she spat. You wanted butt mustard. Now you have it. I was just interested in the product called butt mustard. Yeah, yeah you thought it was a cute, fun, fake thing. I thought thing, it was funny. Huh? No, yeah. you think it'd be like a gag and it turned out it's just super hot mustard. You're wrong, you pervert. Okay. You condiment. I'm sorry. Pedophile. What? Bit of an entrapment situation, if you ask me. Uh, a little uh, bit. I a always... little bit. I'm saying she. I'm not saying she's fair. I only buy, buy the oldest ketchup, and I, I say, "Is this barbecue sauce 18? <laughs> That's what I would do. I don't. It's unbelievable. <sighs> Just then, the man at the front kneeled over and died. His butthole opened up and sprayed shit all down the line. Pieces oh. of it hit me in the face. Bile rose up and added to the mess. <laughs> you sicken me. All of you. Disgusting. Getting off on smelling a girl's used underwear. Please, <laughs> I said. I didn't know. That's what they all say. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what they all say. Oh, I didn't know. Huh? You should know the, you should be kind of, you should be, well. Hmm. You should know where your food comes from. Yeah. That's what this is all about. <laughs> right. Suddenly, my skin started to burn where the fessies had hit. Mm. Pieces of my face blistered and melted <laughs> to the floor. The other men moaned. The guy behind the man at the front screamed a high heaven as his face peeled off. Shit covered him. Whoa. Blisters rose up like water balloons, each one swelling until they burst. I struggled again and found one of the chains coming loose. The blisters man, the blistered man, he kneeled over and he fucking died just as I managed to get one arm free. Oh my goodness. My skin was on fire. Pain searing through my skin to the bones underneath. The third man succumbed much like the others. Skin melting off his body. I was lucky I didn't have the full impact. It took another second to break free. The lady didn't stop me as I was as I ran away. She only laughed. Huh. I escaped into the night. Pieces of skin flapping in the wind. If you see that sign and that woman, you steer clear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he's fine now. So this is just a you steer, you stay, stay clear of that. So it's a story. Um, so it's a story with a moral. Okay. Yes, it's all okay. about not succumbing but now, to the moist butt mustard curiosity. curiosity. Like you just don't give in. Don't give in. Yeah, don't Hold give in. strong. Yeah. Just stay with your family. Yeah, uh, like think about your wife. Message, if you yeah. see the, if you see the sign, you think about your wife. Think about your kids. Think about your but face. He just saw the sign, and but then she tortured him for it. Yeah, she because she was looking for a condiment pervert. She was looking for one of you, Marcus, the glitter in his eyes yeah. when he was just, like yeah, well, sniffing I mean, a woman's panties. Like he was just, like, yeah, ah, sure, yeah, yes. yeah, nothing, well, nothing wrong with that. No, especially well, if you purchased them because that's capitalism. Again, you know. And that comes <laughs> into your home. That is your item now. You, you are the it's pizza delivery piece. guy. You're yeah. breaking into people's homes. Oh, don't do that. Well, that's the bad part is the breaking exactly. into the homes. The panties are the most innocent thing in all of us. Well, yeah. I think she overreacted. Um, no, she doesn't like guys that like panties. I just don't know what was in the butt mustard that well, made, made his, them pass out. Well, it made the man shit uh, a poison. I mean, a bacterial <laughs> yeah. poison. Was the butt mustard in the panties or was the guy eating the butt mustard out of the bowl, which caused him maybe to it was shit himself to death? Sandwich. Maybe they should put it on a sandwich. You was know what? I, I feel like maybe this is only a second draft. <laughs> and there wasn't a lot of, again, we didn't really see a lot of the A to Z there. Yeah. Stu. Um, we didn't Stew. see a lot of it there. So, like, you know, who knows? I don't know. Maybe that's for you to not know. Maybe it's too subtle. Yeah. What was yeah. that story? Could Stew. be an unreliable narrator also. Yeah. Well, you can He's only... He's the one who wanted butt mustard. 
You mm-hmm. can only do what they give you. You can only read what they give you. Stu, what was the book? Obviously, A to Z. Check out that uh, series. I'm sure it's somewhere. Um, what was the book? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. I'm sure it is. I'm sure. <laughs> if you look hard enough in the archives. In, maybe, it truly was big in Europe when we were there. You, like, it was in write to ABC or something and like, request the master. Bring them back. <laughs> Bring them back. Somebody recognized you on the subway. And what book were you reading? It was a guide. I believe it was called A Guide to Creating a Serial Killer. <laughs> and it was about the idea. It was about uh, the what it was like about the McDonald triad and all that type of shit. <laughs> Stu, actors, they're just like us. Okay, this one's called Seaweed. Um, now, Seaweed is actually very interesting because do you remember when people found out that McDonald's was using it uh, in their burgers and people really freaked out? Yeah, but honestly, yeah. it's good filler. It's very good for you. Seaweed's very nutritious. Uh, yeah. I love a seaweed salad. I do too. I'm back in the seaweed good graces. For the longest time, I thought it was disgusting. It is. Just the concept. You have to get it back in. You have to get past it and then feed it through. Because you can pickle it. And you pickle anything. That's good. Anyway, this one is called seaweed. My grandmother grew up in the slums of Prohibition era Chicago. Her family lived in a small house near the harbor. And one of their earliest memories was a particular hot summer when seeking respite from the heat, she and her sister discovered a seldom used section of boardwalk near an abandoned warehouse. I hate that. Why would you do that? <laughs> Every night for several weeks, the two girls would make their way down to the docks and sit together on the edge of the pier as the sun went down. My grandmother vividly remembers a time that she fondly recalls uh, recalled the feeling of seaweed between her toes as she and her sister dangled their feet into the murky water. She liked the way the seaweed felt. It's awful. It's one of the worst feelings in the fucking world. Yeah, yeah this weird. grandmas are fucking. These are weird ass grandmas. This is pre. It's creepy, boss. This is prohibition era, man. Yeah, people it's pre 9 11. Like, yeah, yeah, people yeah. were different. <laughs> they were just looking for any kind of fun. So the sun's going down. Her and her sister are sitting there. Toes are in the murky water, feeling all the seaweed. It wasn't until years later she returned to the pier and found that the warehouse had been demolished. Curious, she made an inquiry. With the Department of Planning and Development. Isn't that exciting? Yes. Apparently, the warehouse had been owned for a time by the mob, <laughs> who was using it as a base of operations for their prostitution racket. Yep. And that was a ma- that was a matter of public record. Yeah, that was just, they t- everybody said that. That. Was a, that was like at the Department of Buildings, like they had that on file. Yeah, they wrote that down. Evidently, uh, they did do that. <laughs> so it had, uh, it had only been uncovered. Or seeing holes. What and I noticed that even the butt mustard story did hold up to a certain level of logic, didn't it? Well, this so far, it I did. mean, it's you know, internal the, logic. I don't. The Department of Planning and Development. I think they would have some inside information on the mob and their prostitution racket. It had only been uncovered when an associate began disposing of rival hook. This is their words. Rival hookers by fitting them with concrete <laughs> shoes and dumping them into the harbor. Investigating officers had recovered nearly two dozen bodies from the waters of a secluded pier nearby. How had the bodies been discovered? A passing fisherman spotted the, some of the victim's hair floating near the surface of the water. Oh, like oh, seaweed! Like seaweed. Yeah, it's the hair. It it's was the, tickling her. There's just something was, about the that seaweed, seaweed I like. So mm. just be very careful out there. Yeah, seaweed's um, always uh, sex worker tendrils, and yep. uh, that's what we should honestly we should start calling them that. Sex worker tendrils. Yeah, it'd be also like uh, <laughs> that's the only way I'm referring it to now from now on. I don't care what you, how many lifeguards I meet. You guys or should make be an alienate. You should be romantic and touch hair and say it's like seaweed. Your hair is like seaweed. It's like seaweed. Put Girls don't like that. I bet you like seaweed. Do. Yeah, if you said, "Hey, Carolina, how nice," be like, "Oh, Carolina, your hair is like seaweed today." I bet no. you think she'd like it. 
I think she would um, be confused yeah. uh, and ask me, what What do you mean by that? I don't understand. I find mostly the texture of seaweed to be disconcerting. Yeah. yeah. Truly. I find Same it to here. be kind of gross. So yeah. I would say if you said a woman's hair like It's like a dead like man's seaweed. hair. It's yeah. like a dead man's hair. Yeah, they did get that right. You've been rotting in an ocean. Absolutely. Yeah. Hi, Carolina. <laughs> Hello, Carolina. You look like you've been rotting in an ocean. Yeah. Well, I mean, what is, if that's not a euphemism for marriage, then I don't know what is. Whoa, hey, now. No. Ours is wow. a garden. Ours is a well-tended garden. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Got all these carrots growing. Oh, yeah, I see those carrots. <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. My next story is called Toothache, submitted okay. by Erickson Warren Coles. Jack lived his whole life as a badass. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. Drinking, smoking, fighting, fucking. Whoa. Ever since he was 13. Yeah. Jack wasn't even well, his real name. He may have been, uh, <laughs> he may have been raped. Yeah, yeah. might have been molested. Statue. Yeah. Yeah. Jack uh, wasn't even his real name. He just thought John was too boring. Yeah. Now, Jack is unique. Yeah. Okay. Now, he was moving up. Jack oh. was now Jack the Shark. Whoa. Cool. Okay. Okay. Jack the Shark loved to tease the ladies. Right. I won't bite was his standard <laughs> opener. And cheesy bite. as it was, it was hard to not be drawn to that flashy, menacing grin. Later, he would offer them a chance to experience the thrill and danger of being eaten out by the shark. Whoa! Oh, yeah, I that's guess you will bite. Whoa, okay. Well, not with the teeth. It's always yeah. nice when someone announces what they're not going to do because then it means that they are thinking about doing it. I'm not going to kill yeah. you. Well, seems like you might want to. I'm not going to cut out your vagina and put it on my head. Wait a second. What? <gasps> I'm a surgeon, he would say, <laughs> yeah. caressing the serrated edge of one of his many, many pearly whites. <sighs> Bar fights, a thing of the past. You don't fuck with the shark. It might tear your throat out. Kind of a shame, really. Jack would love the chance to actually use them on someone. Still, extortion with a grimace? Now that was sweet. But tonight, Jack was alone. Make no mistake, extrovert though he may be, Jack was still treating himself. He was preparing a recent favorite, the steak sandwich. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, okay. It's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, it's a steak sandwich. It's his penis. Heat up a piece of cow and slap it on some bread. What, did you think Jack was going to be a pansy-ass vegan? Not with these teeth. <laughs> oh, man, hell no, man. Wait a second, I he's thought you didn't cool. bite. That's a steak sandwich. <laughs> Sitting down and salivating, Jack thought to take it slow and savor his meal. But he could never help himself. No, man. He rapidly lifted and took a bite. A big, big bite. Call me a shark, dude. Son, sorry, I'm like my life. And swallowed it. Almost as fast. Oh. <laughs> he's so cool. He should chew. This guy is cool, though. No one's too cool to not chew. <laughs> yeah, bro, he's too cool. <laughs> That's how he eats. But something was wrong. Jack put the sandwich down and carefully probed the inside of his mouth. He had swallowed several of his teeth. Oh, my oh, God. He shouted. <laughs> he scrambled out of his seat and made his way to the phone. Panic flashed through his mind. He couldn't lose his teeth. He absolutely fucking couldn't. Well, I mean, there, there's dental replacement programs He called now. the dentist. Okay. That's the first thing he did. Jack didn't finish his sandwich. He was too scared to take another bite. I would be. Yeah, I mean, he just lost a bunch of teeth yeah, biting into from it. From a steak sandwich. Yeah, weird. After scheduling an appointment, he nervously nursed beers and watched the tube finding it difficult to sleep. Eventually, sleep found him, passed out on the couch. 
Jack woke painfully. Incredible pain. Worse than broken limbs. Worse than a metal chair to the face in high school. Worse than being cut with a broken bottle. Worse than having his hand smashed with a billiard ball. Please, buddy, you maybe the problem's you. Yeah. A hard man like Jack was not supposed to feel this kind of pain. He coughed and sputtered blood and vomit in between screams of agony as he clutched his stomach, hunched over the table. It was warm. It was wet. <laughs> okay. Jack's screams turned to horror as he lifted his hand up and saw that it was covered with blood. Whoa. Something shot out his gut. Whoa. Listening a sharp streak of pain followed by several more. Jack counted five of his teeth randomly flopping on the ground like Mexican jumping beans. Whoa, <laughs> they were fucking too strong for his gut. I guess so. All he could do was scream. Whoa! <laughs> That's how I would. I fucking, first of all, I swallowed a bunch of my own teeth, <laughs> which has got to be, that is a traumatic afternoon as oh, it's it is. horrible. And then they're they all going like, we're free, we're free. I would, I would pick them up. Yeah. Well, I just don't need my mouth to be directed by Sam Raimi. I no. don't need to have inanimate objects all of a sudden have personalities. Yeah, I don't want no. to. And now they have now the teeth. Do the teeth have teeth when the teeth smile? I don't know. Oh. I don't want my teeth to turn into the bullets from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. No, of course <laughs> That's not. That's how you know you've got a what problem. Tar nation. What tarnation? What grave. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> You know, last time we did creepy pastas, I said, uh, you know, I'm over the erotic tales. Yeah. Yeah. You never said that. I don't know. Maybe I did. <laughs> you definitely um, did. But uh, psych, because <laughs> it's about to get a whole lot erotic in here. Okay. So hope you're all ready for it. Because it's about to get the sexiest I've ever been. Okay. I'm going to make you fucking hard in the room with me. I can't wait. I'm going to make Marcus like a magician. We've been watching Alan Moore's BBC Mm -hmm. Masterclass. Yeah, Like, I'm using my words to change your life through the screen. Okay. You're a thousand miles away from me. I'm going to make you hard from here. Oh, wow. I can touch you with my words from here. I mean, there's plenty of people that make me hard. Um... Without me actually being in the same room with now them. It's it's me. Oh, it be all o- now Absolute it's me. Now it's me. Pornography can. I'm doing it now. <laughs> I'm <laughs> making everyone hard. Absolutely. We truly call it magic, though. It's magical in a sense, isn't it, though? Because you couldn't do it back in the day, because back in the day, you would have to run 26 miles to describe what a booby looks like so then the king could masturbate to your words about a description of what boobies look like. Yeah, the king would just take a woman. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so this is stuffed with love. Stuffed with love. <laughs> Steam of boiling water filled the small kitchen. And Vladislav dumped the pierogi in the pot. He lowered the heat and stirred the pot with a wooden spoon. Then he opened the window to let in the fresh air. It was a normal, boring Sunday in Krakow. The city was filled with traffic and pollution. Tourists snapped photos of architecture and old, and an old drunk man was peeing at the bus stop. Yeah, that's Krakow. Vladislav was a regular 40-year-old divorced Polish man. He enjoyed beer, 
ate barskish and glocky, worked as a bus driver, Wait, and enjoyed I, watching football on a small TV. Are you being racist against the Polish, or are those actual foods? That's words. Those, those are, are foods. Words. Okay. Life was nothing special, but needed to complain. At least he was no longer married to that horrific Christina, that <laughs> woman from hell. Don't know anything about her, but evidently a, a woman from hell. When they first started dating, she Christina's seemed nice. also a really good uh, Polish restaurant here in, in I love yeah. Christina. Yeah. Oh, Christina. absolutely. C-H. But when we first started dating, she Karkson seemed nice. Better. Yeah, I like Karksma. Karksma is also very good. That's yeah, better. Yes, yeah, so I like Bobloberglas. <laughs> You're uh, being restless. This is fantastic. One of the better bathrooms around. When we first started dating, Christina, she seemed nice. Huge tits, could drink liters of Zabrowska, sucked them once after he made the best bigos <laughs> of his life. Wow. But then she got a promotion. When she thought she deserved a man upgrade and started fucking her fat boss. Ah, and he kicked her out. That's an upgrade. <laughs> Barogi started to rise to the surface of the water, so he stirred them some more. And he loved to cook. And it's all the Polish cuisine was one. And this is one of the finest of his opinion, right? Just a lot of fatty meat, juicy cabbage, and lots of vodka could make anyone happy. This is right? why you never ask a chef what they're thinking about. He prepared the <laughs> steamer he, and the strainer plate, and he turned the pot off. Pierogi smelled amazing. And after he got them on a plate, he poured a huge amount of caramelized onions with butter on top and a gallon of sour cream. Oh, this is truly actually almost getting me aroused. I just, that's I'm a real too. food so, let's say I'm, I'm waiting for the erotica. Mm. Um, he got, you didn't get oh, oh, the he caramelized onions no, he doesn't and get the sour he doesn't cream? Get he's, a, he's out of this. He's out of this. Mm. <laughs> he got a cold beer out of the fridge and he Ooh. sat down to have his dinner. But before he could reach to the fork, he noticed it. The pierogies. We're staring at him. <laughs> now, he felt a rush of Wait, blood to his head, right? And he rubbed his eyes. Surely, he must have been tired. Maybe it was too much TV. They, you know, he always heard it could mess up his brain, but he figured it would only apply to young people. Sit in front of a computer for hours, playing those loud games. Not an old prick like him. But when he opened his eyes, he saw their little eyes. Their small, womanly eyes and pumped lips gazing at him. One of them sent a kiss. What the, Kurba? He screamed, <laughs> almost falling off the chair. We sorry, mister, hmm. if we frighten you, okay. said one of the pierogi. This is amazing. In a woman's voice. It was deep and sexy. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. slaw. Wow. Noticed he liked it. What the cur was happening? He asked and he stared at his plate of now sentient food. Caramelized onions. Was he drunk? No way. He only had one beer. Right? And beer doesn't get you drunk. It's we know Polish that. sober, right? yeah. And he never took any drugs. Maybe somebody slipped him something. But then why? Why would they do that? There is no need to be afraid, Mr. Vladek, said the same pierogue as before. We're here to help you. Help me? What? How? What? With what? What the cur was happening? Was he losing his mind? He never thought it would happen like this. He heard about people going crazy, shitting in stores and running naked through streets, but nobody, nobody told him about fucking food, talking to you when you were having, about to have a nice, normal dinner. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Disturbing. Make Especially a pierogi dinner. You feel like that's a really safe dinner. I mean, it survived war after war after oh, war. No. Devastation. Yeah. The pierogi is one of the more honest foods. Sometimes it sucks your dick. We're to make you happy. <sighs> We dumplings have a way of knowing when a Slavic man needs love, <laughs> and we came to assist you. The dumpling smiled, and it seemed to smile with its whole tiny body. Oh. Vladislav's heart really started beating faster. How did they know? Was this really happening? He pinched his arm. Nothing changed. He jumped to the sink, and he splashed his face with cold water. There is no need to hurt yourself, mister. You heard the pierogi say behind him. Just relax, and let us work our doughy magic. Oh, my goodness. What do you mean? Oh, what do you want to do? The pierogi giggled. 
I'm gonna sit. sit I'm gonna sit on you. Oh yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> you just sit down, have a beer, and let your mind be open for the possibilities <laughs> of unimaginable pleasures. It's a potato Ooh. blowjob. Uh, Progy licked her plump lips. He did as they said. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. Uh, of course. Sitting faintly on edge of a wooden chair, one by one, dumplings jumped from the wet plate onto his lap and began to unzip his pants. Oh my Ooh. goodness! Now Ooh. how do they do that? Ooh. Wow. They're little. Yeah. Dumpling hands. <laughs> he whispered. He was like, oh, whoa, okay. Whoa, whoa. After all, I said, this might be a dream. And, you know, like, well, why not see how it's going to end? Sure, of course. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you might as well be rude. These warm little bodies of doughy dumplings, they felt amazing against his <laughs> naked skin. <laughs> he started to sweat. Pierogi pulled his limp penis from his polka-dotted underwear and started kissing and sucking it. It was the strangest <laughs> sensation. So wrong. Yet so right. I don't. Uh, his I penis got that. hard and red, and dumplings took turns sucking the tip, rubbing yeah. against the shaft, and snuggling on his balls. <laughs> well, they probably how get it. it so how, take wait, how big are these pierogies, or how small is his penis? There's a group of them. Well, he's Polish. Yeah, it takes a village um, because you can't deep throat. It's a, it's a per, you can't. Six pierogies could cover your dick if they're all working in unison. That's yeah. true. But I mean, how are they sucking his dick? Because otherwise, it's just more lips. of like a pierogi job. They're, they're all they have little lips. I don't okay. think that they're this taking it all world. the way down the throat. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, yeah. They see, he just says he sucked the tip. Just gonna kiss oh, okay. on it. Just sucking the tip. Okay, kissing. It's more like kissing a penis. Yeah. One yeah. slid between my cheeks, trying to lick the tain anus with its tiny little <laughs> dumpling tongue. Well, that's a lot is of chains position to make it easier on the little thing. Oh, okay. he felt absolute bliss go through him as the dumpling explored his erogenous regions <laughs> meticulously. Now that well, makes that sense. Is. I can see that. Oh yeah, Mister. Oh Mister, you are so beautiful. Said the dumpling flopping on his hard dick right. with, <laughs> with his juices. Doesn't it feel good? Yeah. Said Vladek, slipping his beer, slipping his beer, went down smooth. How can we move? How can we move someplace more comfortable? It's a lot longer. Than yeah. I, no, I think it's important that you get. It. I think it's important you finish it. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm just concerned he's not going to be able to eat dinner tonight. I, yeah. I, he seems like hungry. he's having sex with it. So now we're talking. How do we get more comfortable? All right, now we're talking. The dumplings giggled. He moved them all back to the plate. He pulled his pants all the way down, undressed. He took his shirts and stuff, and he went to the fucking the, the bed and he put the plate with the dumplings on the bed. Yeah. All right, take it. He said as he thrust it. Now he's on top of them. Now he's fucking them like he's titty fucking them because they're all kind of piled in a little yeah. on the plate. Yeah. Right. Pierogies are a lubricated thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's oh, they're wet. Fall, right? And don't yeah. forget the caramelized onions. Oh yes, <laughs> the pierogies felt even better than any pussy you'd ever had. Yeah. He penetrated their soft mouths, feeling a warm stuffing on top of his dick, a composition of cheese and potatoes, and he heard himself moan. Absolutely. Now, now who's now who wants to who, Christina? Two of the pierogi <laughs> jumped to his nipples, sucking vigorously, so they don't fall down. Right, like so pasties. he sucks on for their dear life. Pierogi pasties. Um, and he's like, oh fuck yeah. He jackhammered fast, feeling tiny bodies flap and jump around and penetrating one after the other, sometimes just sides of two clumped together, yeah, yeah. sometimes hitting the bed. Mr. Slow down, slow down. We will show you the good times. Right, said one dumpling after receiving whole dick to the face. Vladek listened and they changed position. He laid yeah. on his back, knees up. Pierogies divided to attend to both his dick and his asshole. Huh. One pierced himself on the dick, sucking the hardest he could, and two sucked on the sides. And one jiggled and sucked his balls, and three started playing around with his butt head, getting up trying to hit his prostate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can't, go, cards up. Vladek screamed, feeling he was going to get close, and then the dumplings from his nipples relaxed, now licking the sweat off his chest and his plump beer belly. 
Mm. The one on top of his penis gargled and stuffed himself with that head. His ass was full of pierogies licking his prostate. Nothing would ever compare to this, he said. (laughs) Tears filled his eyes. His orgasm came and hot jizz shot out. And the little thing tried to swallow as much as it could. And the others rushed to drink some as well. Well, You can't do that with lasagna. Everybody was just like, and he says, that was incredible. That was great. That was incredible. Incredible. Best meal. Now, where did you guys all learn how to do that? Long time ago, yeah. all oh. pierogi had sex with men before the meal, but the god pierog got jealous and didn't want to share his mistresses with all Slavic the people. The god pierogi? So, yes. Yes, <laughs> ancient god of dumpling. <laughs> so he locked us up in his sex dungeon and left you with only with the sad, lifeless forms of the shells of the husk of pierog. Mm. Only a few of us remain free, traveling the lands. <laughs> Looking for people in need of sexual adventure. Now that you are satisfied, we will discard our bodies for you to eat and go on. So he's going to eat all of these cum-filled <laughs> dumplings from his own thing. Yeah, yeah. And well, the one, all the eight. ones that were in it. How many were in his asshole? Five? I think there was five. a total of five and then six uh, total pierogi. It was a healthy pierogi dinner. And before yeah. Vlada could say a word, little white round forms came out of the dumpling and drifted in the air. They looked like little fat fairies with big bellies and huge tits. Aww. Clapping their tiny wings. They left a hazy white trail as they fled away and Vladek breathed it deeply. And he smelled like flour. He was left alone with full plate of all these dumpling skins, still warm. Vlad well, ate imagine. them all. And they were delicious. Well, isn't that fantastic? So wow. he did get to have the dinner. He I did. thought he was going to ruin them uh, with the thrusting and all the other stuff. Yeah. Well, they were the, spirit animals. They were little creatures. Obviously, okay. they come inside of they it. Were, they were the Hilda folk. That's one uh-huh. thing, right? Okay, so it's like, okay, you can, you come inside of it and then people eat it. I, some people do this, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever you want to do, I don't care. But when it comes to the thing eating his asshole, uh, now those I would pr- I would set that one aside. Wash them off. Yeah, yeah. It's well, your I, shit. But, yeah, yeah, but okay. that doesn't mean that's not. I actually looked up it. that you can get you can because you can drink your own piss. It's your own stuff. You can actually yeah, you don't want to eat piss. your own shit, but you can accidentally like if you if you shit in the same room as your toothbrush, you're getting your shit particles on your toothbrush and then you're putting it in your mouth. Yes, but yeah, it's, just, it's it's you see the look on your face, Marcus. It's, you just realize no, it's that. No, school. I knew that. And I, I made peace with that fact a very long time ago. You look fuck. You look people's assholes. Yeah. Yes, but you but don't not- eat the pierogi <laughs> after it's been inside of your butt enough to massage your prostate. That's deep. Yeah, he's hungry. He's it's hungry. Really that was his dinner. He didn't ask to have his dick sucked in his asshole lick. No, he, he was true. trying to have dinner. That is true. And, no. and how did they retain their shape and and consistency? By they being- must be stronger than we give them credit for. One word. <laughs> One word. Magic. Magic. Uh, <laughs> I, I love I it. All right. Well, this is my... I want to thank Jackie. Jackie has helped me curate some, curate some of this. Oh, that is... Okay. I'm, sure, I'm sure she's thrilled with the, with the association. So this one... Now, this is my last story. It says I'm calling... It's called... I'm calling to inform you. Now, this is going to take some character work. I can't wait to see you try. Huh? You do well. You do. You are... You can do now. You're quite the thespian. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Okay. <laughs> you playing your mom? No. Hello? That's... Uh, hi, is this Karen Maitland? Speaking. Speaking. Hi, I'm really sorry for calling so late. I just, um, I, I'm, uh, I know your daughter. Is Anna okay? Oh, um, uh, no, uh, your other... I go to community college with Sarah. Ow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Whatabouts are you? Whereabouts are you? 
Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> it's, huh. a it's a very dull conversation. Yeah, it is, right? <laughs> I know, right? Where about to you? Chicago. 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 Yeah, you just repeated what I said, yeah. Huh. For your reaction, I'm guessing Sarah's always been a bit of a lone wolf character. Huh. Yeah, you could say that. But I mean, it's a great to hear that she has friends out there. Can I ask what this is about? Well, I'm actually calling to ask if you've been in touch with Sarah recently. Um, no, 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 not really. She sort of broke off contact a while ago. I've always I told her if she wanted to, I haven't changed my phone number just in case, but uh, I think she's probably changed hers by now. Okay. I'm sorry. That drink is better. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm in a conversation with my aunt. Yep. You know, we're like, I can't speak to you anymore. I'm yeah. sorry. That, uh, that doesn't sound like her. Well, listen, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, but Sarah's been reported missing. Oh, okay. What? What do you mean missing? For how long? Uh, almost three days. Wow. Three days? Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, I mean, what's happening? Are people looking for her? Well, that's the thing. I um, I don't think they really are. I mean, you know, she likes to keep to herself. So she she didn't really have any close friends, and she was always sort of prone to absences. Yeah. I mean, it's like no one noticed. I told the police, but they hardly looked into it. But that's she was always a little antisocial. That doesn't mean they don't have to listen. Can you tell me the name of your campus? I'll fly over tonight. I can be there tomorrow morning. Sure. It's the Westgate campus. I was just calling to let you know, but it's uh, honestly, it's really great to hear someone actually take this seriously. <laughs> and then she says, of course, thank you for telling me. I really appreciate it. No, honestly, it's me that should be thanking you. I have, uh, I've done this a few times before, but it, it isn't fun if no one cares. I'm sorry. What do you mean? Hello? What? Huh? <laughs> so he killed you're using insinuating he killed her yep. is it and or, yeah. or is that another missing huh let me read the whole thing again no 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 it's a i think he um i think it's a bait it's like a bait and kid, switch it's bait I mean, and switch so he's calling an informer. He's the one that he made her missing. Yeah. I just kind of wanted to do that as a uh, character. character work. That's, character the, study. that's where it really study. was the yeah. most fascinating. Well, this is according yeah. to Lovelace, Lovelace uh, here as a comment. Damn, I expected to the mom to be a baddie. Nice twist. No. <laughs> so that was good. That's and really good. Robots914 says, oh, shit, it's, it's Neon Temple. Great job. And I really think this is a, this is really good. Uh, well, it seems to be about a video game. Yeah. So, uh, is so that was her. That was the girl's, the missing girl's mother, yes. Jumpa. Jumpa. She says, didn't know which. She didn't know which. Which. But she college. already was. Uh, they were already estranged. Yeah. They oh, didn't they like estranged. fucking Sarah. Right. No. Yeah, that's right. Jumpa lastly says, "Whoa, took me a second, but creeped me out when I finally got it." And then uh, Mary, married to pizza. It's literally is married to pizza. She says, "I still don't get it." I still. I. I like so. that. I appreciate that person because they walked away from it and they went like. Like, huh, that was dumb. And then went, oh, whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 it's a, oh, it's him. I think whoa. it was him. I think it was him because he had tried this a series of times before. All right, Marcus. <laughs> All right. This is my last story. It's called Dentist's Bane. Oh, yeah. Another <laughs> teeth story. Well, that's the thing is that this story is kind of a combination some... between my third story and my second story. Oh, it's got similar themes to both. What are, I have actually had the past like month, 
horrible teeth dreams where my teeth are ripping themselves out of my it's anxiety. Face. Just anxiety. That's anxiety. Yeah, pure anxiety. Yeah. Fantastic. This is by Hisham H. Hisham H. Okay. I wake up. Something's not right. I realize my mouth is wide open, so I try to close it. I can't. My face is numb. I'm drooling all over my pillow. I'm literally slack-jawed. Maybe I press down on a facial nerve or something, I think to myself. I get out of bed. A long dribble of spit trails from my bottom lip to the pillow. I probably look like an idiot. (laughs) My teeth itch. Wait, what? Uh, I don't like that. Oh, I don't like that sentence. Yeah. My teeth itch. I feel around the inside of my mouth with my tongue. My teeth feel slimy and foreign. I rush to the bathroom, turn on the lights, look in the mirror, look into my gaping mouth. (laughs) My teeth are all brown. A sickly, mottled, rotten-looking brown. Only last night they were pearly white. How did this happen? Suddenly a sharp pain shoots through my jaw. Soon I feel an icy stab of pain in each tooth. It almost feels as if my teeth are wiggling. Wait, wait. My teeth are wiggling. No! I look in the mirror in disbelief as each tooth starts to wiggle and shake in its socket. I I can't go through this again, man. I already was four years old once. I can't deal with all this shit. My gums start to bleed. The drool that streams from my mouth is now flecked and streaked with bright red blood. I'm too scared to think or do anything. I stand there, frozen in shock as I keep staring into the mirror with a mixture of pure terror and (laughs) awe, looking at my vibrating, rotting teeth as they dance and jiggle. Then the pain peaks in one of my incisors as it cracks. It It breaks open, revealing brownish mush and something else. I do have. These are my dreams. I've had these kinds of dreams. It's a PSA against chewing tobacco is what it is. Something that wiggles and falls to the sink. I take a closer look. It's some kind of insect, maybe only a centimeter long. It starts cleaning itself. I, I know. I. Are you uh, sucking your own dick there, or what are you doing? <laughs> yes. Okay. No, so lonely. <laughs> so lonely being a toothworm. <laughs> More stabs of pain as I feel molars and canines burst open like overripe fruit. <laughs> I feel them wriggling inside yeah. my mouth. I always go camping alone. I never have friends. Yeah, never it's go sad. To dinner. Always, always alone. It's a cute little hammock. bug hammock you have, though. I hack and cough, splattering the sink and mirror with gobs of brown goo and flecks mm. of rotten enamel. And the little things continue to clean themselves like houseflies, rubbing their bodies with their hind legs and cleaning their heads with their forelegs, combing off the slime and gunk. Cool. And as they start crawling up the faucet and mirror to air out their wings, I see them clearly now. They're actually quite beautiful. (laughs) They look like tiny, very skinny wasps. They have clear wings tinted pink. They have huge eyes gleaming gold and red, and their heads are a milky white. Their antennae are black. Their thoraxes and slender abdomens are pale mauve. Dude, this guy's a bug fucker, man. Yeah. Some of yes. them have what appears to be a long, thin, wire-like tail, metallic blue in color, and almost twice as long as the body. 
So I'm just kind of mad because you only think I'm beautiful when I'm wearing makeup. But exactly. when I, you saw me when I woke up in the morning, that's how oh, that is me. That I'd still want to fuck me. you. I would still want to have sex with you. Then it hits me. It really is hilarious. My laugh causes the little flying gyms to take off in a glittering cloud. I walk back to my bed, my ruined mouth dripping the rotted <laughs> remains of my teeth and blood-stained saliva. Uh -huh. I lift up my pillow. I see a small pile of gold coins. Oh my god, this Whoa. is the whole thing about a fucking tooth fairy. <laughs> yeah, it's dude. A tooth fairy. Fucking, but it's metal, so dude. It's different. It's, it's fucking so metal tooth fairy, fairy, dude. Bro. It's fucking Giger, dude. Yeah. Giger tooth yeah, man. fairy, man. He fucking got paid. He didn't even want to take give away his teeth, but they fucking took his teeth and they fucking paid him for it, man. Yeah, yeah it's but, fucking the ultimate arrangement, dog. And honestly, yeah. it's an abduction scenario. Now that yeah. I think about it, has there ever been, I know uh, The Rock, who was in a movie, I think called The Tooth Fairy, but yes. has there been a true horror movie I'm, based upon the phenomenon of The Tooth Fairy? I want to see. There must have been. Because there must have been. There needs to be definitely, if there isn't one. You know what is an unsung, it's not bad if you fucking are high as fuck? Jack in the Box, one and two. Jack in the Box? It's a horror movie. There, huh. it's, it is way better. Then it has any reason to be. Does everyone but, just die from uh Is it ding 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 <laughs> and then it pops up. It's about Whoa! the various scenarios where you get into a position where you have to do that to a box. What was the thing that Jack in the Box poisoned everyone? E. coli. See. Yeah. No, that was Tooth Fairy 2006. Uh, 12 year old Pamela goes on vacation with her family to a bed and breakfast. The girl yep. lives next door, tells her about the Tooth Fairy. Many years earlier, the evil Tooth Fairy slaughtered a countless number of children to take oh, their okay. teeth. And now she has returned to kill Pamela and anyone else who gets in her way. The Tooth Fairy pursues the victims unrelentingly, which leads to a gruesome collection of events. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. I well, mean, of course, you, you've anything that is out there that has been like, there's been an Easter Bunny horror movie. Yeah. They've got to do that shit. It's because you got to pump it out. But again, if it's a Tooth Fairy thing, you can always add the element. Because mm -hmm. I found the Tooth Fairy in the Santa Claus world also very scary. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. the, the whole thing. All right. I believe. Right. I have one Henry, you want to close us so, out here. One thing I want to say is number one, I want to shout out the writer of Moist Butt Mustard that it's a clockwork <laughs> monkey because I forgot to do that. And I also want to shout out this incredible writing behind this Polish um, <laughs> sexual adventure called Slightly Overcooked Creepy Pasta. That's the name. That's a guy who wrote that. Um, so I just want to say thank you. Or it could have been a woman. I don't know. We I just want to say thank you. Um, whatever you are. Maybe a pierogi. Uh, I might be. Um, but this next one. I really struggled if I should read this. Yeah, well, I'm, see, I'm seeing you thumb through it, and um, it looks to be about a novel. It it's, looks no, like this a is short. This is, is short? thankfully okay. it is very short. It but is. there's okay. something about this is that like I chose this one. This came from Jackie, and I chose this one because the other one I simply could not get through because of what it was doing to my mental state and who mm -hmm. and how I felt physically. And I'm too hungover to read the other one. Uh, okay. This one is almost almost worse in the fact that it is not as graphic. Um, but Jackie okay. uh, had a, Jackie does her show. She does a Twitch show she, on her. On her channel, twitch.tv slash oh no, it's Jackie. She does like a couple of like more interesting kind of serious style shows. And she does one show that's all about her sexuality. Mm. Right? She does all this she's, kind of stuff. She, she's, she's, I, she's view, I know being. that she she's is not a sexless being. thing. To oh, no, everybody she else. is sexful. I know. Yes. Oh, she I is know. a Zabrowski. So uh, she had to do this thing about, they got into a thing about fan fiction erotica on mm -hmm. the show. And she, uh, live, happened to stumble across. Some content that is about the three of us. 
Oh God! Uh, and I, we're not I've, gonna I've, read I've, that. I know that this is around. I've heard about this. It's been around for a few years now. I. I mean, I kind of like it. I haven't read any of it. This but. is the I mean, ho- most horrifying thing I could read. It's flattering in a way. I mean, if you're, I'm sure the person who wrote it is listening right now. And thank you for taking thank the time. You. Thank, thank you. you. But I feel it. like the thing about the reason why this one is scary <laughs> is because of how romantic it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see how we all feel. Okay. Let's People do, do it. normally put us into romantic situations where we're very, I get it. You know, yeah. The term is shipping. Yeah. Shipping, 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 Think of it that way. Oh, yeah. wow. it's not so, like slash fiction is like pure, like nasty shit. Uh, shipping see. is it's more lighter. romantic. Yeah, yeah, this is more. This is the Red Shoe Diaries version. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this David is called. Duchovny was in one of those. This is called First Kiss by Beach Blanket Bingo. Oh yuck. Hey, dog meat. Marcus hears the voice sound from the other living room. Can, are we getting through this? Already, Can I even do this? Already, Can I do this? I already no, we're, we're mature it. enough to do all this. Right, all right. Because I don't think this is not about gay fear. I'd kiss you if I felt it. Yeah, of, no, course. of course. But it, yeah, honestly, course. it's more no, about, it's, I just don't no, want us to have sex ever... with each other because it'll ruin the business. It'll ruin yeah. our lives Maybe that way. It because might make someone everything... get jealous. We can't, we can't have a power imbalance in the triangle. No. no well, we I mean, can't. if we're we all can't. inside of each other, then it's perfect balance. If we're all it? fucking. Yeah. Yeah. But At one of us time. is going to get if left we, out. If, if I'm ever on a kiss cam and I'm near either of you, well... Marcus, I'll give you a kiss on the forehead, but I'm going to, I'll French. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, have, we have to. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. You guys bearded um, up. Yeah. Hey, okay. Marcus hears a voice sound from the living room, much more tentative than Henry usually carries himself. Setting the papers down as he was shuffling through, the, he pads out of the kitchen to catch Henry and turn to look at him from his seat on the couch. Hmm. Come here. <laughs> huh. Marcus knew that he wasn't seeing things now. Henry looked nervous. Hmm. Stealing hmm. himself, Marcus walked closer, his expression growing even more curious as Henry turned so that... He was on his knees, the top half of his body half stretched out over the back of a couch. <laughs> so it's, it's a fun thing. It's, it's me fun. like me. It's a fun thing. Hey, like, hey. You're jellical. You're a yes. cat. You're Once he fun. was close enough, he barely had time for a surprise noise to escape him as Henry, oh. he grabbed the front of his shirt and tugged him down, pressing their lips together in a soft kiss. Oh, soft. Isn't that nice? That a moment soft. passed. Long and tense before Henry's hand drifted from Marcus's shirt to slide up his neck and settle around the back of his head, tugging him ever so slightly closer. Okay. okay. Right. I mean, I'm still right. checking. I'm checking in with you. Are you feeling okay? Yeah, nice I'm fine. Romance. I'm fine with this. I'm totally it's fine romance. with this. It's romance. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I wouldn't say I like it, but I'm fine. Does the beer tickle a little bit? I, there's no none of that detail. Right? Probably does. Yeah, probably does. Yeah. Something in Marcus broke at the touch. It was soft and completely unlike anything he was used to from this normally boisterous man. Hmm. His his eyes slipped cl- closed as his own hands fell to land on the back of the couch to keep himself steady so he wouldn't topple over. Oh, so we're not fall down. I can see you being sure, a tender sure. lover. I mean, there's I'm nothing good. crazy about that. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. All right. Marcus could feel the sudden intake of air through Henry's nose as it was then he realized that Henry didn't think he'd kiss back. Wow. I guess that's why you were a little tentative when you called me over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, of course. But then, Marcus, obviously, you saw he was playing sexy cat. I I succumbed. So pulling away just enough to look clearly into Henry's eyes, he tilted his head to the side like a confused puppy. They were both inches away from each other and they could feel their breaths from each other's lips and Henry's hand still on Marcus's neck, his thumb kneading lightly into the muscles there. How did the Nicorette smell, uh, Henry? <laughs> Pungent. Pungent, okay. Hey, hey what I'm, was I'm, that I've, for? Been off it, I've been off it for weeks, man. He, he, no, he's okay. Okay. No. What was that for, Marcus whispered, afraid to talk any louder and break the warmth spreading in his chest. <laughs> he watched as he barely there blush bloomed on Henry's cheeks, almost hidden behind the man's beard. I was worried. He starts gazing, darting away just for a moment before coming back to land on Marcus again. But if I didn't do it now, 
I'd be too afraid to ever do it. Marcus yeah. could hear the slight waver in Henry's voice, the anxiety that he must have felt up to this point, mounting, rising like a tidal wave. It's really nice that you were able to explore that side yeah. of you, though. Yeah. You're thinking about it, Marcus murmured, thinking leaning forward, it. pressing yeah. his lips Don't to Henry's again, it. eyes and closing it again once more. <laughs> is, yeah. Don't, Don't think, think about, about it. it. Yeah, naturally, it's kind of... <laughs> Got a catchphrase in there. All right. Well, that's, I just am happy that you guys it's are the having fun. I'm, I'm the 180. Ending, I'm 180. That's, that was fantastic. It was you really good. Great job. You did wonderful. Yeah, that, to your previous really point, though, it would ruin the relationship. It would ruin the show because I'm a little pissed off I wasn't in the story. This is what I'm yeah. seeing. So now well, you guys I mean, are out there kissing. kissing each other. You're flirting with Marcus. And then Marcus is like, yeah, yeah I'm really into it. And then what are you guys not even thinking about me? No, so fuck you guys. No, I mean, not really. So. But I mean, Ben, if you like, I do know that there is a really nasty, creepy pasta with the third. I guess. Oh, the, I, I, that was the really, one I, uh, yeah, really my nasty. My body, uh, it felt like, uh, it felt like when someone says you can reject the liver. Yeah. <laughs> like when I saw, when I read it, I was like, this must, I cannot. Yeah see yeah. this like i yeah. cannot see the words on the page no well no. i hope this actually kind of like you know it's nice yeah it was sweet it's i sweet. hope everyone it's sweet. enjoyed it's sweet. this yeah. but that's why pasta. i'm more you know what's creepy about it is the vulnerability yeah it really is and yeah. isn't that the most isn't sensuous it? thing of scariest all scariest thing it is sure. the precipice of love the tentative like little gasps <gasps> of first two people <gasps> Trying to understand what they are and if yeah. this makes us new men or are we the same old men we've always been this way. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, mm, uh, mm. <laughs> either way, I think it's fantastic. And I just think that's great. And thank you all so much for enjoying this macabre macaroni I hope you with did. us. And now again, if you did divorce your husband, now you have yes. to go back and you say, We're married, we're married. We're married, we're married. We're married, we're married. And now you yeah. guys can go back to having your relationship. Um, of course, now that you're all horned up. Please go have sex with each other. I want some bigos. I kind of want a pierogi. Mm, yeah. You should go to Karksma tonight. Actually, we probably will go to Karksma yes. tonight. I was just thinking that. It was really good. I'll get myself some of that Hunter stew, get myself the fucking Ooh. meat, sa- get the sampler that platters. Sampler just platters. Get fucking everything. So good. Mm, get the so fucking, oh, God, kielbasa. that big old, just fucking, I love their dra- Their draft beer is also fantastic. The they draft beer is amazing. Draft. Oh, so, oh, fucking so good. good. Yeah, they got that God, good Polish draft beer. I'm I love it, man. You've got none of that shit here, man. Well, and I know you all are hungry for content. Check out our Patreon. Nice. Uh, it's fantastic. And uh, thank you all so much for supporting that. And also Z2, the comic is out. Uh, Z, get out there. Yeah, uh, order it. That. Uh, it's I not just out a, yet. It's not out yet. It's but still pre-order. It's, coming out. it's yeah. coming. be coming out it's soon. Coming. And then Soul Plumber. Soul Plumber on, hardcover uh, collection. It's also apparently going to be offered soon. Mm-hmm. I yeah, saw but, a notice for that. Yeah, that'll be soon. I don't soon. know when. And speaking of Patreon, we had a great interview with PJ Holden, one of the amazing artists that worked on Soul Plumber. So check out that interview. And we have so many. If you want to hear two men get taught lessons, check it out. <laughs> yes, you guys will love seriously. it. Um, and again, June 18th, we're going to be at the Ryman Theater Woo! in Nashville. All of LPN is going to be there. It's going to be a fun ass show. I can't wait to fucking do that. And see. I don't know what the show's going to be. Um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a bit long, it's gonna be three hours, but you're gonna see everybody. So you roll in there, you're gonna settle up, you're gonna have an intermission, so you'll be able to go walk away and get more beers and come back. Also, it's gonna be a big old show. When it, when it comes just this is a uh this is a lesson that I think all of us have had to learn both in our in our personal lives. And then when it comes to the audience, I got in text being like, We're pre-partying at 8 a.m. 
you know, no need. So no when need. you come to the Ryman, no. just get drunk, start drinking when the show we'll, starts, we'll and then by the end of it, you'll be nice and loosey-goosey. 6 p.m., 6 p.m., 6 if you want to have, like, have a couple of beers, because if you pre-party at uh, 12 hours before the show, you're going to end up being removed from the show. <laughs> like, yes. we have seen it happen from time to time again, and it's Whether not- people falling asleep or no. taking your shirt off and starting or, a fight. Yeah, <laughs> or getting into a fight with a cop. There's many things- Many that, ways. Many bad you know, ways that that could end. We're getting back to being together. It's nice, so, though, because yeah. they have that These back, are. because for a while, even the audiences were kind of hesitant to even just be in the room. But now seeing people, like, so comfortable enough that they can take off their shirts oh, to fight like the disrobe. police. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, we're back. We are back, we're absolutely. Back. We're in it. Right. And by the way, the uh, Soul Plumber um, hardcover will be coming out October 11th. Um, awesome. Fuck yeah. So look forward to that. Ooh, 20 days before <laughs> our favorite holiday. Very good. October 31st. Good good quick math. Thank mm-hmm. you. July 4th, October 31st, my two favorite days. Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourself. Hail Satan. Oh, hail Gein. Magustulations, Oh, God. Everyone. I'm so, I'm even sad that I read the first paragraph of that other erotic story. It's so, it's not good Yeah. for us yeah. to see. Yeah. It's like meeting your father in time travel. <laughs> That's how I feel. It. Like I disrupted something that I shouldn't have been a part of. Yeah, it's yeah. for them. It's not yeah. for us. Yeah. Lock an eyes with your sister in an orgy. Not Thank you. Fantastic. <laughs> this show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.